if Cabaret and Yentl had a baby, I think it would look a little something like this. Jamie? Yeah? Let's go watch Victor Victoria. Welcome to another episode of Good Times and Great Movies. Mm-hmm. I am one of your podcast hosts. I am Jamie Lorello. The other part of this team is a DP McCambridge. How you doing, DP? I'm doing great. Yeah. I assume. So if I was if I was going to pull a reverse Julie Andrews, a oh, okay. Victoria Victor, if you will. Yeah. Would I shave? To do you this, should. or no. would I put prosthetic makeup over and then the reveal at the end is I pull it off <laughs> to have reveal a beard? A beard. <laughs> that, that might be the fun way to go. That That's might be the kind more of fun way to go. During one of the reveals, I really wanted it to be like, and oh, my upper lip has a mustache on it. Or you see that she drew it on her finger and she just pressed oh, and it against at one point. Yeah. Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> Uh, but no, I'm I'm here and uh, I am I'm super excited to talk about this. Last time, I think I I don't know why I was cranky with Real Genius, but I think I was. I was talking yeah. about how much I hate popcorn yeah. and long movies, and for some reason, kids movies. And then I didn't define what a kids movie is, <laughs> and uh, and then this movie comes, and I'm like, oh. Two hours and 15 minutes. What is going on? But you know what? As some people just embrace the two hour, 15 plus minute Marvel movies, I think I can take a movie like this. For if, it's, two if there's some singing in it, Doug, DP is hooked. It's, right? Little song, little dance. I don't even know. I don't even know if it's the singing. Well, I, it wasn't as musical. I mean, obviously there were musical right. numbers, but I thought it was a straight up musical where she was going to be like, oh. "I'm becoming a man now and putting my hat on." Yes, you know. I am so glad you brought that up because for my Shit's Creek podcast mm-hmm. that my wife and I do. So in one of the seasons, I don't know. Wait, have you seen the show? You've seen the show. So they perform Cabaret. Oh, yeah. Uh Uh-huh. And Carla and I were like, well, wait, we've never seen Cabaret. And there aren't any local stage productions. So I was like, oh, that Liza Minnelli movie. Let's watch it. I thought that was going to be a musical. But no, it's just a regular movie with musical numbers numbers in it. Right, right. Yeah. So this had that same feel. And while I wasn't crazy about it with that particular movie... I think I really liked it with this. It worked. It worked. You enjoyed her performances. Now, wasn't the, am I correct in that the mariachi number or the number where she sings the Mexican song? That was done thrice, right? Because she did it twice and then he does it one time. They, they show it in its, I'm going to say entirety one time that she does it. And then the other time I think it's, it's just ending or she's just about to start it. But yeah, then they do it again at the end. In its entirety. And no offense to Julie Andrews. No offense whatsoever. Mm -hmm. But 
I don't think any of these performances, if I was in the audience, I don't think any of this stuff is anything to write home about. Mm. Again, no offense. That last performance, if I saw that, I would tell everyone about yeah. this insanity. Yeah. I'd, I'd run screaming, like just shaking strangers on the street, being like, you, you gotta, gotta go buy see a it. ticket for that bar. <laughs> There's a guy wearing a dress and they drop him and they're making out in a fountain. Like, I couldn't believe that. I thought it was amazing. Yeah, Better was than great. anything, again, no offense, that Julie Andrews well, did. Again, we won't offend her because she knows her voice. She's listening. Is she is. She's one of her, <laughs> she's a patron. Um, <laughs> right. Uh, this is for regular listeners yeah. now. She, uh, um, she's got a beautiful voice and she can sing a dang song, but it wasn't like her songs were... She's performing with her voice, but there's not much else. You know, a little right. bit dance in there and there. But this, his was like complete. Yeah, like just a wonderful uh, little piece, piece of pie we get at the yeah. end there. And okay, first of all, it's Victor Victoria from 1982. Let's just get that out of the way. Oh, I feel yeah. like sometimes it takes us 20, 30 minutes to actually do that, which is kind um, of fun because people are like, oh, yeah. "Wait, what are they talking about?" Like, well, they got everybody hit play on the thing that said Victor Victoria on sure. it, but. Uh, written and directed by Blake Edwards. And this has such a, at times, like a slapsticky uh, Pink Panther vibe mm-hmm. to it. Mm-hmm. It feels, this is a movie made in the 80s, taking place in the 30s, I think. But it feels like it's the 60s <laughs> sometimes. Is it taking place in the 30s? I I am only saying that because of the wine Oh, when when yeah. she's at the when restaurant in the beginning, about, yeah, yeah. yeah, he's like, oh, I have a 1934 red and a 34 white. So I'm like, it's either 34, 35, 36. There's no talk of uh, World War II. So we're not in the 40s, but we're clearly not in the 50s. So I'm just going to say 30. It's really a timeless piece. Oh, it's a <laughs> short, yes. A timeless piece. Well, really. Other than no cell phones to be found, it's no. a timeless piece. Well, yes. and they do a, they they hit some cultural marks here that even uh today are still profound. I really feel like that was what I had so much fun with. Yeah. It's just there were times where I was watching it and I was like this feels like something that might be made in 2012. Like just the way that these characters are talking about sexuality and gender in in such a weird modern way. We open with him in bed with a man, right? We open with, that's what we open with. And you're like, Oh, okay. Here, here we are. Which again, I'm not, I'm, it doesn't offend me at all, but in 1982, yeah, I yeah. I don't know. I don't know if there was this weird, maybe things were more a little more progressive. I know we watched movies like, um, what was that Mariel Hemingway movie where she was, uh, oh, where she was the, the Olympic, Olympic athlete, yeah. and that had a lot to do with lesbianism. And strangely enough, Yentl I think has a lot of commentary on lesbians too. <laughs> so maybe we just hit this weird, like after the mid '80s or something. Maybe. We kind of regressed a little bit because I don't I don't know that I saw anything like this in the 90s or whatever. But that doesn't mean that stuff wasn't being made. It just wasn't on my radar. Trite. 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 It's all it's just trite. Um, But I think the thing that I really enjoyed about this was how open and 
comfortable. Accepting, yeah, yeah and, uh-huh. and comfortable these characters and even performers are. I think most people, if you see James Garner, you think that he's a tough dude who was in all these westerns and all these like uh, noir movies and stuff like that. And he's mm-hmm. a tough guy. And then Webster's adoptive mm-hmm. father. Paul Papadopoulos. Like, <laughs> like that guy was a NFL player. He's in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Yeah. And just for both of them to be playing characters like this, when James Garner's like, I don't care if you're a dude, we got to make out now. It's yeah. like, okay, great. Wow. And then she goes, I'm a woman. And he's like, I don't care. I don't care anymore. I'm going to make out with whatever this is in front of me. It's refreshing. It really is. It's It was strangely refreshing. Mm-hmm. And I was like, was this surprising for the time? And And I also feel like, and this is just, I mean, we watch so many movies on this podcast that I've never seen before, but... I had never even heard of this. I had. I feel like that's my fault. Yeah, you're putting your head underground. No, I'd heard of it, but I think I thought that it was more like a musical. And to be honest, and and again, we are not here to offend Julie Andrews, but I I wouldn't say like I I run to see a Julie Andrews movie or like her name is like, oh, that I got to see. So I think... Hearing the name and thinking, oh, it's probably just a musical where she's singing to someone who's... I didn't. I definitely didn't know what it was about, and I knew about it, and that's about it. <laughs> no, no. Every, every sort of reaction I have to Julie Andrews is just, I'm watching a movie, and then I go, oh, there's Julie Andrews. I didn't know she was in this. Like, yeah. <laughs> that's every time. Every single time and, I and see I her, I'm like, say, oh, she's here. Okay. After seeing this... She's very likable. Like I was like, I maybe sure. I should get into Julie Andrews. <laughs> maybe I am a bigger fan than I thought. She doesn't have the same charisma as like a Babs or a Bette Midler for me. I wondered, by the way, that was somebody that I wondered how would she have played this role? Because again, I was thinking like, because Julie Andrews just is so delicately lady, you know, that you, she's not going to be a man at all so i think and plus what other, i mean like... she's playing and she's very warm and inviting where mm-hmm. you know barbara streisand and i know this is how she was supposed to play yeah until it was like uh, no please get away from me yeah like, yeah, yeah please nobody get too close because you'll find out i'm a woman yeah. <laughs> that's not what julie Andrews is doing no. here no. Well, because they, they have, she see Yentl, on the other hand, we could spend this whole time just comparing this movie to Yentl. But Yentl Let's had do it. only herself, right? She didn't have any like She didn't have a partner in crime. In crime. Right. Yes. And Julie Andrews does in this, or Victoria does in this. Mm-hmm. So I think there was a comfort there knowing like, well, he'll get my back. Toddy will get my back. Toddy, Toddy. <laughs> Also a lot like um, Yentl. I don't think there was anything for her to lose. She's like, I don't, like, I got nothing else. Yeah. This is it. We see her before. She's, you know, throwing roaches and salads. Let's let's get into this. Let's get into this because the start of this movie is pretty great, as is the whole thing. But go ahead. You dance us through. Okay. Now, as you said, we we open with two men that have just spent the night together. Um, One older man, one younger man. Mm -hmm. Robert Preston's the older man. Now, Robert Preston, I only know as the music man. I even looked back through his filmography and stuff. Uh He's been in a ton of stuff, but 
I was like, oh, he's the music man. Like, that's all I know him as. Yeah. So, you know. Performing. But he did a great job. I want him to be my toddy. I want a friend like that in my life. Um, Jamie, we nominated for Best Actor did, that year. Was he? Sorry, Best Supporting Actor. And for this role. Well, yes. I'm assuming for this. Wow. Julie Andrews nominated for Best Actress. I can see that. Uh, what's her name? Um, the the blonde. Why oh, I, I loved her, her too. Nominated for best supporting yeah? actress. Yes. Oh, this so movie this... didn't. This movie didn't win a whole lot of but Oscars. Got some I, nods. Yeah, I yeah. think it won for score, but it was nominated for like set direction and um, costuming. Well, yeah, boy, would we be really fools really... if we didn't like it? <laughs> I mean, uh, I not, can... e- not even that. There's plenty of movies that have been nominated for Academy Awards and one that I think are terrible. Yeah. But, that's another reason why I'm surprised I've never heard of this. Oh. I mean, you get actress, act, supporting actor, and supporting actress, and I still haven't heard of your movie. Like, I really feel like this is just me as a uh, younger Doug kind of rejecting musicals and saying I think they're <laughs> stupid. So maybe people have been talking to me about this for a while, but I have not been listening. Yeah, you turn the brain off to it. So we open with this, and it seems that the... I don't know. The The young man is a little dissatisfied with the older man. He steals money from him. Yeah, he's taking money right out of his wallet. They seem to have more of an arrangement, maybe, where they're just That's exactly sleeping together. And yeah. maybe uh, Toddy is supporting, I think, I forget his lover's name. It doesn't matter. Yeah. But... I think that's the arrangement because this mm-hmm. guy has clothes there. Like yeah. it's not just, uh, you know, I'm a gigolo or whatever. No, and I'll show no, up and no. you pay me and then I'm out of here. No, they're spending time together. They're yeah. living together. Right. I think. All right. So this happens and this is how this movie starts. This is how we're introduced to one of our, our supporting actor. Yeah. The wig that this guy is wearing is, I was waiting the whole movie for some reveal where it flies off his head. <laughs> it's really bad. And I guess that's, I guess that's done on purpose, right? Like to show he's, I, I don't want to, I don't want to like equate vainness with homosexuality. Or vanity. But like, vainness. Yeah, vainness. <laughs> You know what's bad? When I said that, I was like, what's that Smurf's name? <laughs> Vainness? <laughs> but anyway, I, was, I wasn't I was sure if that was the case with with this that makes piece sense, that though. he's wearing. And insane eye makeup. Of course. That both he and Julie Andrews have slapped on their faces yeah. this entire it's movie. It's like a competition for who can who can do the better, uh, the yeah. better smoky eye look. Right. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I think he wins, actually. I definitely think he so, wins. So he is a, uh, his name is Toddy, mm-hmm. uh, and he, like, performs at a local club. Yeah. And now they're trying out talent. Yeah, yeah. Where we watch Julie Andrews auditioning, and she does a bad job? She seemed fine I mean, to she's me. singing. Like, she's singing right. a great job. She's singing about cherries. I think she could have picked a better song. <laughs> yeah, maybe don't sing yeah. about food and look at food and constantly talk about food when you're oh, this Oh, yeah, hungry. well, that's pretty... No, the song she auditions with is just a goofy song about about cherries, which, again... Sure. But um, she does a fine enough job. I think the problem is the club. He sings at the club, and he's sort of like a drag performer, right? He dresses as a woman, and so... The, the 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 club owner that's auditioning her is basically like you can't 
you can't I can't turn a nun into a whore. Right. And I think that's kind of it. Like you're a polished professional singer and not that I'm not looking for a good singer, but I'm not looking for your type. It's almost like he saw Sound of Music and went, aren't you that nun? Yeah. True. Maybe because you're not. This isn't going to work out yeah. here. I'm going to just throw a little nun joke <laughs> right. at you here. Yeah. Um, yeah. And Toddy comes in for the second half, basically, of her, and is sort of impressed with her voice. But again, it's the club owner's call. She does that thing. She does it. I think another handful of times, maybe only twice in the movie, where she hits that note, uh, the B flat, that cracks yep. his cup. Uh, yeah, that happens. She leaves. That happens here. It happens another time where champagne corks are exploding. <laughs> and then one time she just hits that note because I think a man is coming at her with a chair to hit her with. And he appears stunned into remaining completely still and allowing them to well, escape. That, that pitch comes out. I um, guess. But yeah, yeah. She, she's basically not given that job and we realize what dire strait she's in. She goes, she leaves the audition and is walking. It's a snowy, snowy winter. <laughs> it's like, it's like an adult female Oliver Twist for just yeah. a little bit in this movie. She's funny. I love it. She is, she's very hungry mm-hmm. because she's poor, of course, and she hasn't eaten. And she walks past what I think is like a pastry shop or a restaurant. And this man is getting down this on some God. cream puff. <laughs> Like it is, there's cream on the tip of his nose. It's disgusting. <laughs> it's I mean, not to her. She finds it, I think, arousing well, yeah. a little bit. <laughs> she's watching from the window. He doesn't even notice. Right. But she's just like, oh, she's salivating at the window. Um, it's disturbing. I have to just say, if you're going to eat a pastry like this, do it in the privacy of your own home. She watches it and then she passes out. Yep. And people carry her. Eventually, she gets back to like her hotel where she's staying. This was interesting. She meets the what is what would he be the hotel owner, the, like the landlord, if you will, because he's like she's like renting a hotel room because that's what you do when you're poor. That's yeah, or motel room. It's more like um, yeah. And he's got you say this is interesting. I think it's horrible when he tries to rape her. Well, I mean, well, she okay. offers first herself. It's kind of, first, it's kind of funny, actually. Yeah. He's got he's got stains all over his shirt and he's yelling at her about not having rent and where she's yes. been. And she's like, what's on your shirt? Is it spaghetti? <laughs> and he was like, yeah, with meatballs. She's like, oh, my God, I'll have sex with you if you give me a yeah, meatball. Yeah, when she like rubs her finger on his, I don't know, Stained up bib? Shirt. Yeah, Napkin? I don't know shirt. what it is. And like starts licking it. Like, She's so hungry. Really gross. She's yes. so hungry. And yeah. then uh, he's he's just kind of, like you said, disturbingly jerky to yeah. her. And uh-huh. they go back in her room and she's just like, I'm just hungry. And he's like, this is all an act. And takes her <laughs> suitcase. Is like, I'm going to take your stuff because I know what's going to happen. You're going to leave in the night. and But yep. now you can't because I have your stuff. And then he pulls exactly. down his pants and he's like, all right, <laughs> fine. But I'll still have sex with you. And you're like, I was like, like wait, you just <laughs> said she owes you the money. Like, can you... That doesn't seem like the way the transaction works. I like, mean, if if you have sex with me, I assume my bill is paid. paid. <laughs> you can't do both. I mean, this guy. But in the well, thankfully, she don't, things don't go very far because she spots a cockroach, right, which freaks exactly. her out and only angers mm-hmm. him. He's like, "Well, what the hell? Well, yeah, there's a cockroach here. Like, well, where do you think you're staying? Yeah. Right? What do you think yeah. this place Look is? Look at my shirt; it's filled yeah. with spaghetti. I'm spilling like, there's spaghetti all over the floor. Cockroaches love that shit. Yeah, yeah. This is not a problem to me. Um, but 
needless to say, she doesn't spend the night there, but she does no. have a cockroach now that apparently she, she d- puts yeah, in her purse. We don't see it, her pick it up or no. put it in her purse, but it's a nice little callback. Yeah. Yeah. But now we go because we spent way too much time with Julie Andrews and yeah. we were introduced to Toddy at the beginning. We go back to this club that she tried out at mm-hmm. where he's singing a song how Gay Perry, gay Perry <laughs> is fun. actually pretty super gay. Yeah. <laughs> it's really funny how it's like, yeah, they call it Gay Perry and you know what? They're probably right. And by the end of this movie, I'm like. I'm, I think everybody in Paris is gay. Yeah. At, the, at every turn, they're constantly being like, oh, that guy, that, that boxer, uh, he's gay too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's gay. And I'm gay and you're gay. I was like, oh, wow. Even people visiting Paris are gay. Yeah. It's just, it's what happens, right? <laughs> right. Yes, yeah. exactly. But for some reason, like the guy who left his apartment at the beginning of this movie mm-hmm. comes in with these two older ladies and an older man and Toddy decides to just start to insult them. Well, they kind of they do this each time because they do it later, too. They come in, in the middle of his number. They're not quiet when they come in looking for their seat. And it I think it just bothers him. So, yeah, he starts to kind of insult them. And then just a full blown fight. With the whole club breaks out, where when we see it after, and like the the piano is smashed, and it's like, the, what, what happened yeah. in this place? It's a hot mess. Oh, the entire bar, every bottle, every glass is just smashed in shatters. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. In shatters, that's a term. In shatters, so, yeah. Veiny shatters. I did think it was funny because um, both Toddy and these people get in some pretty good shots here. There's an older woman and an older man who I assume are husband and wife. I like it when Toddy says to the man, it's so nice of you to take your mother out tonight. <laughs> I thought that was really good. And to which this old lady says to him, you're not really funny, so why don't you just piss off? And I thought that was pretty good, too. I didn't catch that, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so then he's canned. He's yeah. out of a job. Oh, yeah. he. Well, now the the club, this must happen. And the, when the sure. cops come, they say they've got to shut the club down for a week, which not good news to the club owner. So the club owner is like, I can't do this with you, Toddy. You are fired. Yeah. No more for you. So now Toddy's been fired. I like how invested the Parisian police force is in the entertainment industry. <laughs> like when that guy's like, that's a lady. Pretend to be a dude, and guess what? I'm calling the cops. Like, what are they going to do? Yeah. What does that matter? Why do they care? <laughs> Toddy's walking home, and he walks by a restaurant where he sees Julie Andrews totally pigging out. Well, Julie Andrews goes to this fancy restaurant. And even at first, I was like, "What? what is going on? Like, did she yeah, steal money like, from someone? Yeah, it was like she was just dying. Because yeah, she's ordering the fuck out of the menu and is like... I'll take the appetizers. I'll take the soup. Give me a glass of wine. As a matter of fact, give me a whole bottle. And the waiter even is kind of like, well, I don't know. All right. Waiter I mean, doing a great job in this movie. This guy, fantastic. Yeah. He should have gotten some sort of award. He should have gotten a nod of some kind, right? <laughs> yep. Yeah, because she orders chicken and then she's like, well, you know, I saw that there's beef and pork also. How are yeah. they? Uh, can you like put them on one plate together? Yeah. That would be great. Yeah. Oh, hold off on the salad. I'm going to have that at the end. I like it when she's like, um, what's your wine list? And he goes, well, we have a red and a white. 
And he says he says the cost difference. The white's cheaper. And like almost to tell her, like, looks like you might want to go for the cheaper. She's like, we'll go for the red then. Yep, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And it's, he, it's a fun interaction between the two of them. And Toddy comes in and just observes from a distance. Yeah, for a he sits at his two. own table for a minute and is just kind of taking it in. And then he approaches her and is like, hey. Mm-hmm. And they start kind of talking. Toddy doesn't necessarily say what happened to him. He's just here to say, like, well, look at you. You seem to be feasting. She's like, yeah, come dine with me. Well, the whole thing is, is that he's like, listen, I was there. I don't know if you noticed for your audition. And I thought you're pretty like you have some talent here. Yeah. Yeah. And I would love to buy you dinner, but I don't have any money. Right, she's like, right. hey, it's on me. Sit down. Yeah. <laughs> and she explains to him now what's happening. She says, um, no, I can't actually afford any of this. But I have a cockroach in my purse, and and he's the cockroach. I love this waiter. He comes over at one point, and she's like, "I don't mean to, you know, make a big thing of this, but the pork was a little tough." Oh, yeah. To which to which he goes, "Maybe the way you're eating, your jaw's getting tired." <laughs> she is shoveling it in. Yeah, he comes back at one point, and he was like, he says something to her about the how quickly she ate something that yeah. he put down. Right. Yeah. He looks for a dog under the table. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, it's it's really great. And I think at one point, Toddy insults him, and he's like, mm, I will think of a sharp retort while I go get your chicken. <laughs> so, like you said, she can't... Her whole plan is to put this cockroach in the salad when she gets it. Yes. The waiter brings us out and then just, like, stands there, like, I can't wait to hear what she thinks uh, of myself. Yeah, yeah. Well, because he, he says, says like, I, I made, made the myself. dressing myself. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And, yeah, he and he comes back pretty quickly after and says did you try it yet how do you like yeah. it and she's like no 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 i haven't i didn't and you fumbles. think this guy you think this guy's spitting that salad and he's just like i want to i want to be here when she eats no it. i think he's totally gets her number and knows what she's going to be doing oh there's no doubt in my mind he knows exactly what's yeah. going on but if he can't prove it i guess you just got to keep putting That's these orders why into he the kitchen. lingers at this point i think because he yes. knows so so she she didn't mean to. He's standing there kind of making her nervous, and that's when she grabs her purse, and the cockroach kind of fumbles out. Yeah, she tries to dump it out of oh, yeah. know, the wallet or something, and she's like, well, there's it's nothing not here. here. Where did it right. go? And then she sees it crawling on her and mm-hmm. freaks out. Um, and the, he, Dottie's great. Even he's like, you have to get the manager. The manager right. has to come over. And the manager does, and the manager is like, Oh, yes, this has happened before. And Toddy's like, well, then, so it's an occurrence. You have cockroaches here. And they're like, no, it's happened before because the patron wanted to skip on their bill. Right. So, I wouldn't be like, this isn't that hotel down the road. Yeah. This is a, this this is a nice right. restaurant here. And he says, what I can offer you is my apology, but I'm not going to offer you the free meal. You know, what's really weird is you're right. That's exactly what he says. He doesn't say I won't offer you the free meal. But he also doesn't say I'll pay for it because Mm-mm. but I think that's insinuated because what then happens is he's like, yeah, I'll pay for her. Meal, oh, yeah. Not yours. You didn't find a cockroach. Right. Right. So, and I was like, oh, I didn't hear him say he would pay for her meal. No. But I guess that's the deal. That's, you know, it's a understanding between, uh, you know, patron and owner yeah okay so but yeah so 
he's kind of screwed. She's sort of talking to the guy like, well, I mean, he's with me and I was actually paying for his meal, blah, blah, blah. The whole time this cockroach crawls on another oh, woman who's yes. there. Yes, up her leg. And now she freaks out. And we, it's just chaos. We get a great view from outside the restaurant. It's where, great. It is. Everybody pretty much is screaming. There's people up on chair or on tables and yes. chairs. People freak out, and Toddy and Victoria quietly yep. slip away. Yeah, we don't we don't talk about you know this is just a goofy podcast. We don't talk about certain shots in movies and stuff like that. But I really took note of this because there are two people on the street who kind of stop and like watch this chaos mm-hmm. in there, mm-hmm. and you get to see the two of them like get out of their booth, walk mm-hmm. through the chaos, and then leave. It's really nice. It's a nice, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so they decide to go back to Toddy's where he suddenly has a cold, I guess because it's raining. Well, yeah, it was a cold night out and he's down on his luck and he's got a he's got a bit of the sniffles. Um, and they're having a fun little time. They're soaking their feet in the tub. Looks like they're drinking some champagne or they're having some kind of sharing wine. And um, she's comfortable. He's comfortable. She's thinking about going home, and he offers her the stay there. She's also yeah, it's a, says it's a whole thing. Yeah, because her coat has him. shrunk and her dress has shrunk. Yeah, and well, that's when she yeah when she goes to leave. Uh, that's when she realizes everything has shrunk. Um, and I love it before he goes to bed. There's nothing more inconvenient than a queen with a head cold. <laughs> yep. He has um, some he has some great lines. Also, I love how he calls her over and he's like, you can sleep here with me. Yeah. And she goes, oh, in bed with you? To which he goes, well, there's a couch, but I guarantee you this is more comfortable and more safe. Yeah. I don't know what's going on that with couch. that couch. Yeah. Also, you have a cold. I don't know. Maybe uh, the couch is a better choice if you don't want to get sick. I'm just going to say. <laughs> but right. they decide to share a bed, and it's adorable yeah, because it's these two are now over best adventure. friends. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. But in the morning now, the, the I'll call him his piece of ass comes home mm-hmm. sure. or comes Great. back. And uh, she's got to run. She runs into the wardrobe to hide. I don't know why she's hiding. Why This guy... It, sorry. No, Richard, that's he his name. He refers to him as a trapeze artist. Oh, I didn't hear that. Is he? Yeah, when he's insulting them at this club. And then I was like, is that a euphemism? Oh. Is that some gay euphemism? Oh, I, I had no know. idea. Or maybe he does work in the circus. I had no idea. Because he says, oh, we have some celebrities here in the audience. And then he talks about how he's a famous trapeze artist. <laughs> I didn't hear. All right. Write in, listeners. Let me know if I'm really missing something here. It's a popular euphemism in 1930s Paris. Maybe. (laughs) But yeah, so he's coming around and she can't go out in her tiny dress and and messed up jacket. So she puts on, he tells her to put on Richard's clothes. I mean, to the point where she puts on a hat. Yeah. It's not just, I'll wear a jacket and some pants out. It's like, I'm going to slick my hair back. I'm going to put on a hat. Go for the look. Uh, Listen, I got to put a tie on this. I can't walk around without a tie. She punches this dude out. Yeah. Yeah. He opens the closet door. Well, they're fighting. When he first, Richard's first walk in, him and Toddy are kind of arguing. And 
she already knows, you know, the history a little bit between them. And so, yeah, she punches him right in the face, clocks him right in the face mm-hmm. while she's wearing his clothes. And all of yeah. a sudden, it's like we can see the light bulb go off on Toddy. That yep. he's like, wait just one minute. I've got the best idea for you. <sighs> so also, he's going to pay her hotel bill, whatever. Yeah. I guess she'll get her stuff back. Yeah. Um, yeah. He, I love his, his he, he's got a character for her. She's a Polish aristocrat. Uh-huh, right. <laughs> what, if, what did she, co- they constantly refer to her as like the Baron or the... Yeah, they have a uh, name. It, I can't remember what it is that I wrote yeah, it's, down. It is really strange because I don't know. I was like, wait, is she supposed to be a member of some royal family well, who just does drag shows yeah. on the side? She's a woman pretending to be a man pretending to be a woman. And it gives her a haircut. Yeah. And she and at first is not totally sold. She's like, no. I don't know if this is going to work. She's like, I don't have an Adam's apple. He's like, I've met ladies with Adam's apples. Yeah. And I've met men. Like, he basically is like, this is, convinces her this is not going to be a problem. Yeah. We'll, we'll do what we can. And he's going to take her to this agent, Mr. Oh. Cassell, who is going to. The only thing that was missing was a montage in this scene. I, I could have done. Like with a, a transformation montage. montage? Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Because it really is. I don't know. I cut your hair. Uh, listen, you talk like this. Can you maybe talk a little bit like this? Great. Wonderful. You're going to pass as a dude yeah. now. Let's go. Maybe take it easy on the eye makeup. No, let's put more on yeah. before we go and try and yeah, pass yeah. you off as a man. And I thought they were going back to the club they got fired from. Mm-hmm. No. They go to a brand new guy who's Indiana Jones' friend in those Indiana Jones Oh, movies. yeah, you're right. You're right. Yes. While they're there, another random guy comes in and does like a little circus trick. This is interesting. Yeah, they come in and they're d- denied at first from seeing the agent because he's got a hair appointment that he doesn't miss. Right, yes. And another guy comes in for an appointment and is told same thing. You can't, the hair appointment. And so this the guy that comes in second is like, well, fine, then I'll just do my act for you, receptionist. Yeah. And while... It's this receptionist that has had enough. Yeah, she is just it. done. Yeah. It, it appears to be first thing in the morning, and she's already Yeah, she's already it. in a mood. Um, when he does this, starts doing his trick for her, they, t- they take that as a great cue to go and just storm into yeah. the office. And then his trick is... He balances on a champagne, a champagne bottle and like a cane. Yeah. Great I trick, I guess. Are you going to perform this in that in a club? It's like that. Um, Are people going to come show? see this? What's that show where they? Uh, where it's the three judges and the people do crazy acts for them? That what's oh, it? that one that Howard Stern was on yes, for a hot yes. minute. Yeah, whatever. it's like that because when they audition with some of their things, I'm like, how are you making a whole like Las Vegas show out of this? I mean, yeah. it's an interesting talent, but no, what if are you're you going to come on and do five minutes before Celine Dion's three hour show, I get it, but just be like, oh, my name's up on the marquee right. because I can balance on a champagne bottle. There's no career in that. I'm sorry. I mean. It's a great talent it's for true. parties. I can't do it. Have you tried, Jamie? Okay, maybe not. But. Okay, listen. Don't make assumptions. Then. <laughs> okay, you're right. Fair enough. So, yeah, so it is this guy from those Indiana Jones movies, and he is into it. Yeah, yeah. And totally fooled question mark? Mm, I think he is. All right, he's the only other one at the end when the inspector comes to 
uh, look at naked ladies or naked dudes or whatever. He invites him in, but seems a little concerned that yeah. something might be up. Yeah. So maybe he just wants to believe. I'm, I'm maybe you know a lot more about 1930s uh, Paris or entertainment than I do. Was this a popular thing at the time? Like this men impersonating women? We see it a lot in this movie. It makes it seem like anywhere you go, this is basically the show you're going to see. I don't know for sure, but I don't see why not. I mean, it's okay. it's like a drag show, and I could see it being very accepted and very very French thing to do. Okay. You know? All right. That's, that's fine, because that was the only thing where I was really hung up, and I was like, this must have been a really popular thing for him to for toddy to say this is how we're making yeah, this our is, money yeah yeah well yeah it's unusual that toddy's just not like we're gonna market you because you're a woman with a great voice but that's <laughs> right, part yes, of it but exactly. that's part of of her argument is like later on to her gangster boyfriend where she's like yeah no i i can't have the success i want to have as a yeah. woman so to be successful i have to be a woman pretending to be a man pretending to be a woman <laughs> Right. How fucking unfortunate is this? Because <laughs> clearly I'm talented. And, and in response, he was probably like, I don't know. My bodyguard's gay. Yeah. I'm still trying to deal with that. Right. right. So she's rehearsing. When she's rehearsing and we suddenly zoom in on these three guys in sweater vests. <laughs> That are just talking about like, oh, she's terrible. And the other guy's like, mm, she's the best. Well, and then Toddy comes up over their shoulder and like, because he's listening to their like gay reviews. And he's like, uh-huh, they're, they're buying it. There's there's something going on I like here. one of his instructions is you have to have more shoulders like a drag queen. You have to work more. Because it's true. More like a shouldery sway, less like a hippie sway, you know. Could you imagine the controversy if this is something that happened on RuPaul's Drag Race? And they're like, wait, you are a woman? Well, this is terrible. I'm surprised that hasn't been something that the writers weave into a season of that show. That would be kind of fun. It would be, yeah. Yeah. I've never seen the show, but I imagine it would be fun. <laughs> I watched this movie, so. After this rehearsal tryout, they get signed and they're gonna they're gonna put on some shows. Well, doesn't um, she has to? She she sings another song. It's her jazz song about jazz hot baby or whatever. And literally, <laughs> I think I paid very little attention. It's to a the jazzy songs. number. We'll just say that. And okay. literally, the I audience, hope it's called jazz hot baby. <laughs> the audience is astounded by her first of all mm -hmm. the performance itself she's singing she does a great job she's feeling she's all dressed up and glamorized and the whole time this is when i'm like how do they not know this is a woman this is a woman how what what fool is thinking it's not and then she finishes the performance and people love the performance and then she takes off the headpiece as if this is to say as i am a man there is any change at all as if we're looking at anything different than what we were just seeing. And the seeing. audience goes even more crazy. The like, audience are like, what? Oh my God, it's a guy. It was amazing. When, is this, is this the one where James Garner is? is he yes, watching he's in the audience with, what is when, her name? Because I liked her. Norma. Norma. Oh, okay. Yeah, she's great. Yeah. We'll, we'll get into her in a minute. But my favorite part about how shocked 
this audience is, is then his bodyguard hands him a playbill and he opens it up to two pictures of her. One is a man and one is a woman. And underneath it says Victor Victorian. I'm like, well, you ruined the surprise in your playbill. Yeah. And I guess nobody looked at it beforehand. No, they're just there for the show. They're not really there to look at the playbill. Um, so, yeah. So at this performance, we meet three more major characters mm -hmm. um james garner's there i don't know what his character's name is i'm sorry i'm the gonna king. call him james garner king. They yeah call him king. The, okay that was another confusing thing because i was like this guy's also a king he's also no he's a mobster i'm pretty sure he's a gangster he of some only kind. works for the mob jamie yeah. <laughs> he only handles their finances or something like that he's not a mobster <laughs> sure himself. he only right. handles the finances right. dp so innocent yes. I know. And um, his bodyguard is there. Pop Pop adoptive father. That's what I refer him to in my notes the whole time. Oh, I think that's him. <laughs> George. George Papadopoulos. Yeah, but he's Pa. Oh, Mom, he's Pop Papadopoulos. Pop Papadopoulos. Wow. All right. It's great. I really didn't know much about this guy. I, I thought I knew he was a football player, so I looked him up. And yeah, he was a football player for like 10 years. Um, and during the off season, he would act like he was still oh, he wasn't he was playing, football playing football at this time. Not at this time. But, but he was Webster's? in Blazing Saddles. No, okay. <laughs> Webster was after this. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, that's OK. Uh, he was also in MASH, Porky's and Buffalo 66. Oh. He was in a, he was a game announcer. So I don't oh, think you yeah, saw him. Yeah. But if you're when he's listening to the game. Yeah. And also this guy, he seems I don't know if he's funny or if he's kind of just a jerk. I read a quote. He, um, oh, where is, oh, he said that he's like talking about the NFL. He says, I never had to work myself up for a game. I hated everyone. Oh, I hated, I even hated my teammates. I never talked to anybody. Oh. <laughs> it's like, boy, this guy seems kind of miserable. But also maybe he had a passion for acting and he's yeah. like, this football stuff pays the bills. Maybe he's keeping it real. Like, yeah, yeah. not into that macho yeah. man yep. football thing. And then sadly he, he was, uh, he was involved in the, um, the lawsuit that a bunch of players put forth back in 2012 oh. for head injuries and stuff oh. like that. Yeah. He ended up suffering from a lot of that. Oh. And then he, yeah. And then he died that same year. So, wow. Yeah. Yeah. That little pop up I didn't, I, history. Right. I didn't mean to bring it down because he's amazing. Yeah. It, he's like, really amazing good. Amazing in, in this. Yeah. I agree. I agree. Yeah. When his character is crying but so happy that he can finally be himself <laughs> yeah. and who he's always been, I was like, this is an incredible scene. <laughs> when he busts in on them and he breaks down the door and then he, he feels so badly that he broke down the door. He's like, I'm sorry. I'm just, I'm so sorry. <laughs> So great, so um, great. Wait, and Everybody who's the in this actress is really that good. plays Norma. Because what else? Oh, that's is she that's in? Leslie Ann Warren. She was uh, Miss Scarlet in Clue. Ah, yeah, she's great. she's phenomenal. Yeah. The Julie Andrews reveal scene. She's so great. <laughs> when she's like, that. "What are you doing? What do you want to do?" <laughs> Oh, okay. She's well, back, that's like, fine. Crawling, just close the door. Like backing yeah. up against the door, and then is like, "All right, just." Lock the door. Look, all right. <laughs> and then I'm, her number, when she has her own performance and she's wow. grabbing her tushy and she's got the whole Chicago song, it's I great. couldn't even believe it. I was looking at these guys who are unfazed by this and I'm like, she is 
basically spreading her ass cheeks in front of your eyes. And they're like, mm, whatever. And not that I want to see Julie Andrews do a similar performance, but that is much more a performance that we get out of her than we right. do out of Julie Andrews. All the numbers. Again, we're not here to offend. This is not called Offend Julie Andrews podcast. <laughs> but... <laughs> I'm not here to say that Julie Andrews is the fifth best person in this movie. <laughs> but I, you know, feeds of the fire. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I would say I would say Norma is one of my faves. But anyway, so 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 it's backstage after the show and during the show, before the reveal of Victoria being Victor, really, um, King is like kind of Googling over her and Norma is at first a little jealous. Like, what are you looking at her for? Right. And won't even really clap at oh, the end of the performance. It's great. And then when she, when it's revealed that <clears throat> she's a man. Yep. Now, the king's kind of like, wait, what? Am I in love with a man? Do I think a man is hot? And now she gets up. Norma gets up and is giving a standing ovation. Like, Leslie oh, you're amazing Warren if you're a man. Can't believe She's like, yeah. this is amazing. She's laughing yeah. and hooting and hollering. She's uh -huh. like, my boyfriend was totally into a dude. This is hilarious. Uh -huh. I can't wait to hold this over his head for the and rest of the relationship. She totally does. <laughs> because they go to like an after party. Yeah, yeah. Backstage, a little celebration, yeah. Where, again, like, James Garner's just standing there looking around like, isn't anyone else aware that this is clearly a woman? <laughs> and no, and no one else And he says to her, like, I'm a... And, no, I think, it's, I think it's Norma that brings it up. She's like, yeah, he doesn't believe that you're really a man. Or, but, you know, I told him, you are... I could spot a gay a mile away, is basically, like, her thing. And she buddies instantly, which... Who wouldn't? With Toddy. Oh, they go. Yeah, they go off together. They're having a great time. Toddy. Everyone warms up to Toddy. I mean, Toddy and that bodyguard are. Yeah. Just like well, when, when they're out to eat and Toddy's like, I think I'm going to go sit with the bodyguard. Yeah. Sit by himself. Don't worry. He'll still have a good eye line of you in yeah. case anything happens. Case anything but, you know, he's, okay. he's all alone over I there. I feel like I'm going to keep him some company. But yeah, so Toddy goes. And, and then the guy from Indiana Jones has to sit there uncomfortably <laughs> through the Between rest the two of, of that them. conversation. Yeah. <laughs> Well, so King approaches uh, Victor Victoria and uh, is basically says, like, I don't know that I'm buying this whole thing. And, you know, um, how do you prove it? And I would say that that Julie Andrews or Victor has some good responses, just basically saying, like, I think you're intimidated. And I think it's because you're attracted to a man and you're a macho man and you don't believe that that's a thing. And handles herself pretty well but then afterwards is, says to Tati like why would you leave me alone with that guy like he was really coming down on me um and they both agree though when they're like kind of having their little bestie pillow talk at night like they both find the king to be pretty hot oh yeah and no yeah <laughs> yep it's yeah <laughs> it is every time they're together I'm like this is an adorable sleepover yeah like, I'm just witnessing a sleepover between two adults It's right really now. fun. I do like how um, Toddy always holds it over her head. Well, don't forget you were going to give up your virtues for a meatball. Don't forget right. about that time you offered your landlord sex for a meatball. You're in a better place now, aren't you? In my mind, I'm like, oh, why'd you tell him that story? Really? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. He didn't need to. Because he's he not going to let it go. Yeah. <laughs> right. But now it's it's part of it. Did he ask you where you got that cockroach and then you had to tell yeah. him about this? <laughs> well, you could get that part out of it and just been like, I didn't pay my bill. Right. Can you, you didn't have to out? say. Yeah. But apparently you confess all the things. <laughs> exactly. 
This is when they now have a pretty kick-ass hotel. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They, yeah. They... I love how he refers to the bathroom as a religious experience. <laughs> well, it, it is very tiled. Um, huge tub. She even says a whole other person could sleep in that tub. Yeah. Um, she's... She's sort of surprised, but at the same time, I think the deal they made was Shimi's going to make $10,000 a week for singing. That happens later. Okay, that's later. But yeah, this is, they're still doing, I don't know, daily things. Oh, $10,000 a week. For one song. She seems to sing. She seems to sing only one song, too, a night. I don't. A hundred thousand dollars in the 30s? That had to be like $87 million. Like and again, <laughs> it's not a whole show she's doing. No. It seems to be one it's, really good it's song. Like one number a night. Yeah, that's it. And usually, it's like uh, it's that Mexican flamenco number. Dance. Yeah, right. Like that's pretty much it. You really tied yourself to that one. Yeah, yeah. When they're in this apartment, and. Time period wise, did you? I know that the time periods don't quite line up. Did you keep waiting for them to run into Larry Appleton and a drunken <laughs> Christopher Plummer? This movie has that same feel to yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the hotel, yeah. James Garner is in his hotel room and is still having a real hard time with this. Like, this yeah. whole idea that he may be attracted to a man is really weighing on him. And it doesn't help that he can see them across oh, yeah. the street he can see from them. his apartment. And he's suspicious, so he's spying. But he can see that they're definitely hugging. They're definitely laying in bed together. So, you know, it's he's like, oh, gosh, they really are. And I... The, oh, um, th- this is great. When Norma is like, all right, come on. I'm she's, horny. She comes out and she's like, I'm horny. And he is not interested until he watches these two people that he believes are both men kiss. And then he's like, I am down now. Yeah. I am totally ready. Let's get to it. And apparently he had some troubles, which Norma's trying to tell him it's okay. These things happen. Don't worry about it. When she's blowing raspberries on <laughs> his shoulder. <laughs> I thought that was great. She's great. Because it was somebody else. It was the idea to bring her along to Paris to kind of keep help keep him right. like less stressed. But she only really brings more stress. So they decide... To send her back home on the train, to which right. she is not happy about this. Quick quick question. Yeah, go ahead. Um, why is he here? <laughs> is that ever explained? I don't know. No. Just on, he's on mob business yeah. in, in France? In Paris, yeah, okay. I'm assuming, yeah. Now, Jamie, listen, I think that we both like the, uh, the um, <clears throat> what's his name? King? The yeah. King character. Yeah. Uh, he does shove soap in her mouth. Oh they, yes! Before they send her off on the train. Oh, that's what, and that's what really. And she gets doesn't her... even wipe her mouth out. Like no, she comes. She out looks with like a rabid soap. dog. Yeah, she comes. That's right. I forgot about that. Before he just sends her off on the train, he puts soap in her mouth, and she freaks out, which I love. Yeah. She's like, "Nobody does that to me." You're kind of... so. Does he send her away or does she leave? No, he sends. No, her away. he sends her yeah. away because he tells Webster's dad like. Go right now, like literally right this minute. Yeah, please put her on a train, get her out of here. Yeah. yeah, a train from Paris to Chicago. Also, <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe the train takes her to the airport. I, I hope know. so. Yeah, <laughs> she does flash everybody on the train though, or she goes. Yep, to the end and then of the one train. guy falls onto yeah. the tracks, <laughs> falls off the platform. Yeah. It's it's kind of fun. Uh-huh. Yeah. So now we watched a full 
Spanish flamenco number. Yes. James Garner at this point, he is so worked up now. He just watched this whole Spanish number. He decides to call her hotel to have towels sent up to her room so that he can sneak in. Right. Right. When the cleaning lady or whoever brings towels. I love it. The cleaning lady brings this fresh towels, but the bathroom's full of towels, so she doesn't leave the extra towels. She's just like, well, clearly they don't need towels. (laughs) Then she walks away with them. Yeah, I was like, just leave them. Just in case. Yeah, exactly. Clearly, they, I don't know what their plans are, but they needed more. So just leave yeah. them. And also, they got a call saying, could you bring more towels up to my room? That doesn't necessarily mean that the person's in the room. Maybe they just want more towels when they show up. I thought it was interesting, too, that that she had a key. To, like she knocks once, nobody answers. And she well, I guess that happens. You wouldn't just leave the... And what of the guy with the she shining shoes? She doesn't wait, shoes? though, before no, going no in. I mean, it's, it's a knock, here I come. Yeah. Oh, yeah, this guy with his shoes, he's just there for comic relief, I yeah. guess, because yeah. every time somebody goes into this apartment, he goes out with his shoes? Yeah. What is he doing? I think, um, I think it was a thing in hotels that if you left your shoes outside, they would polish them for you. But is he just constantly checking to see if his shoes are still there? He should ask for more towels because that comes a lot quicker than the shoe shine, it seems. Yeah. This all takes place over the course of an hour, and he comes outside at least five or six times. Well, he must keep hearing noises outside and thinking, is that the shoe shine? Is that the shoe shine? Anyway. (laughs) I have special instructions about my shoes. I can't miss this bellhop that's going to grab me. I need my shiny shoes. King does sneak into their bathroom. This is kind of funny because the whole time you're like, do they really not see? King sneaks in and sneaks into this the closet. This movie has a lot of people hiding in closets. Yeah, which is, yeah. Um, oh, no, I, I you, understand you why. Julie in Andrews is in, in a closet. He's in a closet. There's a random private detective. Oh, yeah, who gets closet. his poor little finger crushed. Yeah. Okay, so he's we hiding in the closet. That. And somehow Paw Papadopoulos, too, is sent over. Or maybe because he's got to keep an eye on King all the time. No, 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 no. How did that he, happen? He looks across and sees that King has broken into their apartment. Ah, and he's like, I got to go get this idiot out of here. Yeah. Like, he's going to get in trouble. And then, you know, we're kind of part of the mob. I don't think we need this sort of heat on us. Right, right. So he goes over. They both get in but are completely separated. Yeah. Pa is out on the uh, balcony on a snowy night. Mm-hmm. And uh, King is in the closet. and they, Bathroom closet. Bathroom closet. It's important. Toddy and Victoria do come home. And they've had, she's always exhausted with the one number that she's performed. It's exhausting. <laughs> <laughs> so... <laughs> She's so tired. She just wants. To I assume based on based on the amount of time she talks about her bosoms, I assume she's exhausted because like this, like the air, her air passages. Well, that's what I thought. Are being crushed. Right. She I assume she's not getting all the oxygen she needs. Yeah. What's interesting is so so from the closet, he watches her get ready for a bath. P.S. I would take a bath every night in that tubby if that was available to oh. me. I'm sure you would too, as a tubby lover. No, multiple a day. Listen, yeah. if I have to perform one time in the yeah. evening, I'm taking it. I'm in the tub 80% of the time other than that. <laughs> Until Toddy comes in and tells me it's showtime, I'm in that tub. Um, I'm taking a tub. But I thought it was interesting. So he watches her sort of undress. Mm-hmm. And um, I thought 
Like I thought you would see her maybe unwrap her boobs, but you don't. You don't even you don't see too much. You could see from his facial expression because he watches her take off the shoe and the and none of that. And then he must see her get in the bath, which we don't necessarily see, which I appreciate. Right. Um, and we almost we get so close to seeing Julie Andrew Buns in this movie. I was about to lose my like. I was like, well, there's no way. And as it got closer, I went. Oh my God, is this going to happen in this movie? No, it cuts away. But I have a big question about this because from the crack he's looking through, he can basically see the entire tub. And I assumed after this moment, he was like, oh, that's a woman. Yeah. But I still don't think he saw enough. Like, I don't think he saw evidence, right? I guess not. Well, I thought he did. I thought that, oh, but then... Because I still thought he wasn't sure. Yeah, it does kind of seem like he's unsure still yeah. after that. Yeah. Yeah, I like, thought I mean, there we was... we as viewers, she's got her back to us the whole time, but she has to turn in a certain way to get in that tub where I'm assuming most yeah. everything is then revealed. Yeah. But he doesn't react that way. Yeah, no. <laughs> when she's talking to Tati at one point, she's like, if I have to keep wrapping myself down, my boobs are going to look like two empty wallets. <laughs> <laughs> the way that this sort of bath scene, you know, concludes oh, is yeah. that Garner kind of crawls out. But then when he gets to his apartment, he can look and see that his bodyguard's getting snowed on yeah. outside. So then he <laughs> And I like, like it. They look at each other like, what the fuck? Yes. <laughs> Pompopotopoulos is yeah. like, this is fucking your fault. Right. <laughs> so then he like makes a prank phone call. Looking for someone else to distract Toddy out of bed. Mm-hmm. So then he can go in the room. I guess he crawls under their bed because both of them are in there and then leaves uh, the apartment. But yeah. at one point, Toddy gets up and he's like, well, Why is the floor all wet? Look well, what the, you and did the door is open. Right. The, the door is open. He's like, It's freezing oh, the door out. To Who the, left yeah. the door open? Uh-huh. And then, yeah, he's like, Oh, and I forgot to shut the lights in the other room. And then when he shuffles off to shut the lights, he's like, And the floor's wet right here. Um, I did I did think it was funny because he thinks she left the door open. And then yeah. Julie Andrews goes, it's cold in here. And he goes, small wonder. And in my mind, I'm like, a small wonder Webster crossover episode? I wish that was a thing. Wouldn't that be great? That would be amazing. So, well, we don't have to say it, but I'll say it now. So um, when he's trying to get Pop Papadopoulos back over, the king does make a phone call to their room to kind of try to yeah. distract. Mm-hmm. Um but it doesn't necessarily work because it doesn't give him enough time to get in. No, it's a ridiculous room. plan because yeah. he's like, is this so-and-so emperor from China? Yeah. And he's like, no, what are you talking about? So okay. they finally managed to get out and everything like that. Still, question of whether she's a man or a woman, possibly unsolved, maybe solved. The movie doesn't make it entirely clear, but I'm okay with it because now we get to see Leslie Ann Miller dance in chicago oh and it's wonderful at first i was like wait did she just get a job at the club down the street no 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 she's in her own sh- mm-hmm. and she sings a whole number about chicago it's very as we said she's got some moves where she literally like like presses her ass cheeks apart yep. but then mm-hmm. she's also it's fun and it's funny and it's super it's, fun besides the, his performance at the end it really is one of the best the like, second, performances again, yeah sorry mm-hmm. julie andrews second best musical yeah. performance of this yeah no doubt i love how she does the funny 
um, kind of Marilyn Monroe dress thing. And at one point, the dress just flies up and over her head and completely off her body. It's great. So she's performing for these guys in tuxes who then she sits down with and we find out that they are the mob. Yes. And she starts to talk about King and the guy's like, oh, he's running around and he with some dame or whatever. And she's like, nope, with a dude. With and a Polish fairy. She says. <laughs> yes. And the mob does not like this at all. Mm-mm, mm-mm. More shows in Paris because there's another show and I guess we see the tail end or the start of that same Spanish dance again. Oh, right, right. Yes. And then they're out to dinner. Um and this is where Webster's dad sits at another table and Toddy goes over to. And Toddy goes and sits yeah. with him. Yeah. Feels bad. The guy's alone sitting by himself. I'll go over. I'll entertain him. I'm and a I pretty think he entertaining can pick up guy. A vibe. I think Toddy can pick up a gay vibe and he knows. Yep. So he's going to make some friends. Again, you're in Paris. I think everyone's gay. Everybody is <laughs> you open to, to it pick at up least. On a vibe. Yeah. Just give it a shot. See what happens. Right. Chances are. Glass of wine, yeah. it'll be a turn. And um, honestly, for everyone listening, just give it a shot. You never know. You don't. <laughs> she is now sitting uh, with, with, and she's still trying to keep up the I am a man. And yeah, that's what yeah. I am. She tries to smoke a cigar, which she chokes on. She didn't do it right. I have to no. say, I don't know what she does wrong because I don't know how to smoke a cigar. But she it's definitely a real do it silly right. thing where she where she looks at the cigar like. Well, men smoke cigars, so yeah, I guess yeah. I so can't turn this down out. this offer. There's another number with the weird face masks. Oh, that yeah. Mask uh, so the geography is a little bit weird because they're yeah. smoking cigars and coughing. And suddenly we see a performance with a bunch of men who have masks of women on the backs of their heads. Yeah. But then the other side, they're men. And I was like. This is taking place at this place. No, it's mm-hmm. a different place. No, it's back, I think, at the it's, club that yes. she first performed at. Yeah. Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's like another fun. Again, I thought this was fun, too. Yeah, yeah. Kind of fun, kind of interesting, mm-hmm. kind of mm-hmm. weird. I mean, to be able to move that way with your back turned, <laughs> I thought yeah. it was pretty good. As you said, they're back at the place that she performed at early on, back mm-hmm. at the place or audition where he performed that right. early on. Yes. Yeah. They're back at the place yeah. where Toddy used to work and now this waiter who maybe gets got fired and had to yeah. get another job or no, maybe, maybe this is where he works like, at night. Yeah, it's just his other gig. He's just She's, moonlighting here. Yeah. It's the cockroach waiter and she keeps trying to kind of avoid eye contact with him so that he doesn't recognize her. And he does kind of keep giving her like that is a familiar face. Right. Looks. And if she's trying to avoid him and especially if Toddy is trying to avoid him, faces that are imprinted on this guy's mind. The owner of the club's like there's my good friend Toddy and he's going to bring up this super famous performer who we've heard all about. Why don't we put the spotlights on these two and have them yeah. sing a little yeah. song? And then they do they this is another nice number the two of them. Very nice uh Yep. um chemistry the two of them have. Um Yeah, it's it's just it's a fun little duet. I don't think mm-hmm. we've seen a duet up to this point. Mm-mm. They do a great job because she's singing because she can sing and then mm-hmm. he's making these funny little quips throughout which is mm-hmm. great i mean he's also singing per huge while they're doing their singing number her his ex richard comes waltzing in again and yeah and what typically happens the fight breaks out again he 
pushes Richard into a table. Like this isn't now he's just starting it. I mean, well, you know, he has he has a vendetta against this place, against yeah. the owner, against Richard, these old ladies. But yeah, it's yet another fight that breaks out. Yep. Uh in the commotion, Julie Andrews punches James Garner. Oh mm. yeah. Yeah. And um, Webster's dad is laying out random men and women, just punching anyone <laughs> who gets near him. Right? He's doing his job. Yeah. Upon escape, they all get separated. And this is when uh, Garner and Andrews go into an alley. And this is where we were talking about earlier when he's like, I don't care if you're a man. Yeah. I don't care if you're a woman. We I don't gotta know make what out you are right yeah. now. Like gonna, this is. I got to lock lips. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like this has really been weighing on me for a very long time. Yeah. You, I assume in that hotel room or apartment, he just sits by that window all day long. (laughs) (laughs) It's just staring into their place. Waiting for more glimpses. Yeah. Yeah. And this is where in my notes I went, wait, he didn't find out in the bathroom? Like, he's still unsure. He's still, because she's covering it up really, really well. They're really sticking to it. He's thinking that she might bend and say, all right, you're right. And she doesn't. But again, Mm -hmm. now they kiss and now they're back at his hotel room. They're in yep. bed together. This is when Pa can hear. He moans. You hear like, oh. Every time you say Pa, I'm like, I can't help but think of Little House on the Prairie. <laughs> Sorry. Pa, Pa, Podopolis. totally fine. <laughs> oh. Also, real quick, right before this happens, got to be a deleted scene. Has to be. Because oh. we see Toddy and Webster's dad get put in the back of like a paddy wagon. Oh, like yeah. they got arrested. Yeah. Yeah. And then the very next scene, Webster's dad shows up at yeah. the at the apartment. So I was they like, oh, out. something. There must be there must be a missing deleted scene of the two of them in prison and I kind of want to see it. I do too. Yeah. Yeah. So he busts in on the two of them in bed. I do like how she covers herself up, like covers yeah, so her he, chest yeah. up. And then James Garner takes the blanket and covers her whole head up. Yeah. It's very funny. Webster's dad's very apologetic. Yeah. Of course, thinking thinking that he's with a man. Yeah. And um, And then he even says as much. He's like, listen, I think it's great because now I could be comfortable coming out to say, yeah, I'm gay, too. Yeah. If a man like you can admit that you're gay, yeah. well, then there's room for me, too. Yep. <laughs> and and James Garner, for everything that's happened, all this stuff that's happened today, he seems the most messed up by this news. Yeah. Because he does go back in the room, and I like how he's just kind of despondent. <laughs> and he's like, this is just a really weird day. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just having, like, a day. <laughs> right. Yes. And, uh... But this is, they have like a, a mm-hmm. interesting, uh, truthful conversation yeah. where she's basically saying like, I'm not, I'm going to not stop doing what I'm doing because I'm making money and successful exactly. doing what I'm yes. doing. And he says, he just says, if you're thinking I'm worried, everyone's going to think I'm a fag. You're right. <laughs> yes. It's a, it's a real like. I don't want to stop what I'm doing, but I also don't want people to think that I'm gay. What a tough, I guess this They're relationship in a tricky situation. is doomed. Yeah. Right. yeah. Yeah. And she pretty much is like, all right, then if all we had was tonight, that's, I'm yep. sad, but I'm right. not going to compromise my newfound success and career. And he 
you know, he's he's conflicted too because mm-hmm. he doesn't mind keeping the secret exactly. for her, but at the same time, he doesn't want people, he doesn't want it to get out yep. that yep. he's a man dating a, a, a man. Also, this is when it's revealed, believes. well, it's revealed, Jamie, that you think he's a gangster. I'm still not sure. <laughs> Although I will say, if the mob's listening and you want to sponsor our podcast, that's fine. <laughs> that's, that's good. I'll take your money. I'm (laughs) totally okay with that. So um, the next day. Oh, Todd and Papa. Papadopoulos are in bed together. Well, wait, wait. We're not there yet. Oh. This is when um, James Garner and Papadopoulos have a nice conversation while they're at the gym. Yeah. Like a boxing place. Well, he's got. This is just for a joke in the end. Like, that's it. It's just to reveal that this. Um, prize fighter is a gay man well and i th- i think what happens because even after he's got to keep showing like i'm a man after right. he does something exactly right the king has so the king after sleeping with this maybe man woman feeling a little feeling his sexuality threatened a bit he goes mm-hmm. boxing with his uh with his bodyguard and the bodyguard's basically like pointing out like yeah like he's gay he's gay like <laughs> Have I told you I'm gay? Have we talked about this? Yeah, but I mean, what I will say, Jamie, is you're right in that we do get this scene where he slept with clearly a woman and then he has to go out and do something manly. But also James Garner's character in this is super accepting of everything that's happening. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, it's not like we have to go through something where he fires Webster's dad and then no. has to come to terms with this and then, you know, rehire him later. No, he's totally on mm-hmm. board for mm-hmm. everything that happens. He likes Toddy. Yeah. Uh, you know, Webster's dad's still a really good friend of his. So right. I, I like that the only real conflict in this is... And I don't even know how much conflict it is. The fact that she's pretending to be a man. Mm-hmm. Like we don't, the stakes are so low in this movie. <laughs> even when near the end, they make it appear that the mob is here to kill James Garner. We just then see them sitting in a chair and he's like, I don't know. Here's a bunch of money. <laughs> yeah. like, Wait, okay. And it's like, just sign this contract. I assume the contract is I'm not doing business with you anymore. And I'm like, wow, these stakes are really low in this movie. I like that there was no crazy shootout at the end. Yeah, I kind no. of, I was afraid. I kind of saw that coming. I'm yeah. glad it didn't. It didn't. Mm-mm. Yeah. It's not that type of movie. Right. Uh, after he gets beat up by a boxer, we don't see it, but the reveal of him just with, I think, two black eyes. Yeah. When he shows up, what, in her dressing room or something after performance oh, and says, like, yeah. I think we should live together. Yeah. We see the original bar owner after his bar has been destroyed a second time. He hires oh, a yeah. random private eye. Yeah. <laughs> because he's got to get to the bottom of this, whether this is a man or a woman it or what's happening. It seems that he's clearly suspicious of yeah. this when nobody else is. Yeah. And why it matters to him, I don't know. That's what I, I kept thinking. Like, why does he need this? Pri- what does he try to get to the bottom of? I think of? he's just like, listen, Toddy destroyed my place twice. Yeah. But I'm like, well, then... Go after Toddy. There's got to yeah. be something you can do. Yeah. If Toddy's making it big, there has to be some way to extort money. Maybe that's the thing. He's trying to extort money from him or whatever. Oh, we, we don't get mm. all of that. I have to say there's a a performance where Julie Andrews is in just lit by spotlight. And oh, she's in yeah, like a with the tux. black suit. Yeah. Yeah, and it's like a sad number, I guess. Yeah. 
the audience's reaction when she throws that flower to James Garner is pretty great. How they're yeah. all laughing. They think it's the funniest thing ever that this male performer has eyes for James Garner. Yeah. Like it's it's yeah. it's kind of super fun. Uh-huh. I like it. And then we get the tiniest of montages to where we watch them watch boxing and then go to the opera. Wait, when do we watch? They go it's to the really, opera. it's oh, really yeah, it's quick. quick. Yeah, yeah. But it's another one of those. Oh things. yeah, they go. It looks like they're on a date. Like they go on a his style date, which exactly. is to a boxing match that totally yes. grosses her out. She gets blood on her. Yep. And they go to an opera where she's totally emotional during the opera and really feeling it. And he just keeps looking at her like all worried. Yeah, um, it's a very strange thing. Because you're trying to make me, as an audience member, root for these two as a couple, and then and you watch me how they're kind of turned off by the other person's interest. Yeah, you're like, this is an odd couple. Right. It's not, yeah. Question here, because I'm not, listen, I said I enjoy this movie. I was kind of, I was a little bit tired at this point. I was kind of waiting for it to wrap up. Why does James Garner order milk at a bar and get into fights with men? So I think because they go out dancing, right? And, right. But they yes. have to go to a gay bar, essentially, to go out dancing. Oh. So he, because she's, so after wow. he's out dancing at a gay bar with his woman-man friend, I think, again, he feels like he's got to be a man. So he goes to, like, a rough and rowdy tavern and basically picks a fight. It's like he needs that yes. to, to recalibrate himself. Exactly. You know, like you like you said, he's accepting of all of it. Fine. My bodyguard's right. gay. Fine. My yes. girlfriend wants to be a boy pretending to be a girl. You know, whatever. Yes. <laughs> I'm I, down for that. But I still have to assert my masculinity somehow. Right. Just. Yeah. Also, another quick question. And I'm not trying to ruin this movie or point out how certain things could have been avoided. Couldn't she just be. Victoria sometimes like couldn't she just go out with James Garner not dressed as a man like if they're just going out dancing couldn't she just wear a dress nobody's gonna notice nobody's gonna be like I'm pretty sure that's that Victor guy (laughs) no but I think that's I think quite the contrary. Is that what she's afraid she's of? Become, yeah, and I think she's becoming like popular and she goes out somewhere and somebody recognizes her at all she can't yeah, she's, she wants to stick to... This is her new All career, right. so she doesn't want to mess with it. Okay. I was and, a little bit confused because I was like, there wasn't a part at the beginning where Toddy's like, we'll just pretend you were killed. So yeah, nobody yeah. knows that right. there's well, ever But a woman. she didn't have much of a history beforehand. She was obviously alone and, that's and what, poor. That's what yeah. I mean. Nobody knows her. She could oh. just be a random woman that's dating James Garner. No, but the I'm random not... woman that looks just like the man that... Okay. The, yeah. Then that's you're right because yeah. they're kind of running in the same circles. Okay. Yeah. No, it makes sense. All right. Yeah. yeah. So they can't uh, do it. But yeah. but they realizing that this is going to be a tough relationship to keep up with. And she's so they kind, kind of, of break up. Yeah, yeah. She's kind of like she's got a photo shoot and even the photographer's like, Why do you look like you're going to a funeral? And she's like she's just like pissed because, you know, she's enjoying her career and her life, yeah. but she can't be with the man that she's falling in love with. Mm-hmm. Um, meanwhile, this investigator is now hiding in the closet at her bathroom. Cause again, yes. people really want to know if she really is a man mm-hmm. and she announces in the bathroom that she'd rather, well, how does she say? I, I have no idea what tips this guy off to the fact that she's a woman, but you're right. She does say something 
that clearly reveals the fact that she is not a man. And he, the private investigator's there for that. Right? Yeah, which is, well, I don't know. I don't know what cameras looked like in the 1930s, but I'm like, couldn't you take a picture? I mean, yeah, does, shouldn't he have some sort of evidence yeah. that might help this yeah. when this guy calls on the police to shut this all down? Right? George Papadopoulos shows up and says, hey, Garner and I were in a steam room just yelling the word fag around. <laughs> like, come on, guys. But then he's like, the mob has him now and they're going to kill him because he's gay. Right. Right. And I was like, Jamie come on, the mob's not going to let the guy's bodyguard go, right? Like, if, if you're going to kill James Garner, you're taking out that bodyguard, too. <laughs> I haven't watched much of The Sopranos, but I have a feeling that they're not letting personal bodyguards walk before they kill somebody. Well, the the somebody is a bigger, you know, they can't have, I don't know why, but the mob no, can't have that. Yeah, Right, yes, exactly. So... Now we see what's actually happening, which seems to be an exchange of money and, and, and ending a contract together. Yeah, Sal's just going to buy him out of yeah. his deal in the mob, I guess. <laughs> Great. Yeah. Deal in the mob, wink, wink, whatever. Yeah. Uh, we'll punch that up later in writing. Oh, we Nor- didn't get a chance? Whatever. Norma is back, and she's like, yeah, yeah, that's him. Um, she is funny how she walks yeah. in. Yeah, she gets in her little digs from time to time. But yeah. she's just going back and forth between two rooms uh, just to insult him. Yeah. It's fun. Yeah. But this is where we get, I think, one of the more fun scenes. This is where Julie Andrews comes in, of course, dressed as a man, mm-hmm. and basically pulls Leslie Ann Miller into another room uh-huh. against her will and then starts to undress in front of her. Yeah. And she's like, what What are you doing? How she you seems very scared. Yeah. Until finally she's like, all right, fine. Just lock the door. We'll yes. figure this out. Yeah. It's it's a great performance by this yeah. woman. I can yeah. only assume this is the clip that was shown, you know, when she was nominated for Because <laughs> it's really great. I also love her reaction of how she screams and then comes out of the room and now seems more upset with him. That he was cheating yeah. on her with the Well, woman. now it's a thing. Before it wasn't, it, okay, you're into, yeah. you're gay. But now it's like, wait, you were actually cheating on me? You're two-timer. Yes. Yeah. And uh, But I guess, listen, the mob is totally fine with this now because that whole thread yeah. is dropped. Mm-hmm. And now we go back to this club where they have been performing. Mm-hmm. And they're getting ready. But, oh, no, the police have been called. Mm. By the other jealous club owner. So when the police, when this detective shows up, the man who's making this formal complaint Mm -hmm. is not allowed to go inside. Mm -mm. But the policeman is like, I will go check and see if it's a man or a woman and I'll get back to you. Yeah. This policeman clearly does not know what Julie Andrews looks like, (laughs) right? Because he sees a naked older gentleman uh-huh. and then goes that's a dude this is the dumbest complaint you're wasting my time and yeah. leaves. but we see because i was like oh i wonder what happened i wonder who he saw yeah how did they trick him right what did julie andrews yeah. do yeah. james garner's in the audience waiting for the show mm-hmm. julie andrews walks in mm-hmm. dressed to the nines in a dress like a lady mm-hmm. <gasps> And then the show starts. It's the show, it's the number we're most familiar with. Yes. 
And Toddy is she. She is Toddy, however you want to say it. And the audience is eating this up. It's a oh, laugh yeah. riot. Oh, it's amazing. Well, and as it should, he does an amazing cha-cha number. And it yep. is, he gets a standing ovation. He, he, uh, he falls down down he oh. tries to be lifted up he makes he it's wonderful it's just a wonderful performance yeah. um the if crowd people, eats it up if people think i'm playing up my enjoyment of this just for the podcast when i watched this alone in did my you give a standing room, ovation <laughs> almost when when he expects those guys to catch him and they don't i laughed out loud jamie <laughs> sitting alone <laughs> in my living room that really got me I, I really enjoyed this performance. It's super fun. It and really the other thing I love, listen, I know we're cracking the two-hour mark with this movie. It just ends then. Like, that's yeah. it. That's all we needed. Yeah. yeah. We don't need a wrap-up scene. We don't need to see all of them, like, walking out, holding hands, Mm-mm. this great, I don't know, group of friends who are going to be friends and lovers forever now. Yeah, yeah. No, we just needed to see this performance. Yeah. See Toddy come back stronger than ever as yep. a performer in the France, uh, yeah. in the Paris uh, yeah. drag scene. And like I said earlier, if I had seen this show, I would not stop talking about it. Yeah, no, I'd, I almost want to. I know we don't, but like recommendations. I want to recommend people watch this. It was really good. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. really good. I'm, I'm glad. um I'm glad it was a recommend for us to yeah. watch. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed it. I wish I thought, um, I'm going to jump right in it. I wish I thought yeah, longer ahead. and better about um, my uh, my recommendation because I didn't really, to, to like correlate it better. <laughs> That's fine. That's I, fine. Yeah. Uh, no, but I, I also agree. I think this I think this movie was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. I did feel I was a little bit fatigued there toward the end. I was glad it wrapped up as quickly as it did. Yeah. Um, but no, this was, was good. a great, I, I'm, I'm glad this is no longer a blind spot. I'm glad I have, as I have been in the past for this podcast, because I probably would have gone my whole life without not without seeing, this. seeing it yeah, or without seeing it. Yeah. Yeah. Or without not, without not seeing yeah. it. No, I agree. <laughs> I'm glad that same here, same here. Yeah. So um, what is your recommendation? Uh, yeah. So I, I, I do the lazy man recommendation, which is just what I've been watching recently. I love it. And, um, it's great. We are uh, almost to, we just finished the second season of that show, Dead to Me, with Christina Applegate. Have you, uh, not Dead I to Me, Dead, seen... Dead. I think it is Dead to Me. It might um, be. It's really good, really good. Um, Christina Applegate, oh, I forget the other chick's name, but she's fantastic in it too. She was from Freaks and Geeks. Um, there, it's like two buddy, like a mm-hmm. buddy gal show. Okay. Um, and I won't give too much away. Um, but uh, it, I, we're about to watch the third season, and I think based off of the storyline, it can't go more than three seasons. Okay. Um, but it's really good. It's really fun. And these two actresses, wow, give the. There's no singing and dancing, <laughs> but um, they do Already give the performance of their life against it. Yeah. Yeah. No, they that's do give, yeah. Great no, I've, I've heard, I haven't heard, honestly, and I think it's because um, people don't, I guess the plot or what's going on is kind of important. Like, I've heard people say it's good, but I've never heard anybody actually explain it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my recommendation, I, I opened this podcast, just you and I talking about how last time I talked about how much I hated long movies and everything. Mm. Am I going to recommend 
a three-hour oh, Lord, why wouldn't French you? movie, Jamie? Of course I am. Okay, good. It's from 2013, and oh. it's called Blue is the Warmest Color. Uh, it's How do you say that in French? Bluey. Blue is the warmest color. There you go. I can't believe I didn't do a French accent through this whole stupid podcast. (laughs) Damn it. Uh, But no, this movie, um, I saw it, I don't know, five years ago or so. It's incredible. It's three hours. Yeah. It's a movie about, um, it's like a lesbian love story. And that's all it and it's, and and just saying that's all it is. How can you make it three hours? I don't know. They did. It's so good. It it really is. It might be one of the best romantic movies I've ever seen. Wow! Everyone should watch it. Is it singing three hours? and dancing? No, there's no okay. singing and dancing. It's three hours. One turn off. Uh, it is rated NC seventeen. There's Ooh. there's quite graphic sex at times. Um, but uh, great movie. Everybody right. should see it. That's Excellent. it. Okay. Yeah. So, oh, that mm. brings us mm. to the end of our podcast where what we do is we <gasps> announce at the end of our show. I don't know why I'm talking to people like a bunch of people said, oh, Victor Victoria, I'm going to start listening to this podcast now. But at the end of our episodes, we talk about what movie we're going to do next time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, sometimes we do Patreon uh, requested films from our listeners like this one thank you laura oh yeah thank you laura yeah sometimes we do themes we try and watch horror movies in october uh we try and tie things into holidays and and stuff that's going on but twice a year jamie once you get to do it once i get to do it we have a birthday choice anything we want that's true Sometimes they're movies that uh, we really enjoyed. Normally the case with you. I don't, I don't yeah. know what's about to happen, but normally. <laughs> Sometimes it's stuff that we've never seen, but kind of always wanted to. Yeah. But it's your pick. Yeah. We get a lot of animated stuff with your picks. That's, we do. that's normally <laughs> That's really where the animated films come from. Well, I'm not and saying, yeah. And Go usually, ahead. I think we all both have this you know, it's tricky and you want to say, well, I'll pick one this year and whichever one that doesn't land on, I'll do next year. So I yep. had like a top oh. three that I'm going for. Ugh. And Jamie, how now, many times, how many times have I teased out? Who's that girl? Are we ever yeah, going to watch? Are we ever going to do that? Exactly. So, so I have a question for you. Do you want me just to decide or do you want a choice? Do you want me to give you, I'm not going to give you what movies they are, but I'll give you the category that they fall in for me and okay. you can pick the category. Or do you want me to just pick? Oh man, I don't know because I don't want this to feel like I'm making the choice. Well, I, don't I, think... want, I want this to be your choice. All three are my choice. Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes sense. All right, here's what I want you to do. Yeah. I want you to give me the categories. But I don't want to be tied to choosing because if okay. I don't want to make a choice, okay, fair then enough, it's just fair your enough. pick. Okay, okay all right. so I'll give you the three categories. And yeah. if you're like, ah, I don't know, none of those. Okay, so Dude, one none is. Of the, none of those. <laughs> then I stop the call and close my computer. <laughs> yeah, and then this this was over. <laughs> so one is um, like a kid's movie. One's just a kid's movie because okay, that's, we, like you said, how it's I kind of those. how I do. Right, <laughs> and we know. Um, one is a movie that I watched a lot growing up because it's just how my family is. And one is a movie that I really just enjoyed as is, is a good, enjoyable eighties movie. And I think it would be nice to watch. Oh boy. Okay. So it's a kid movie that 
even watching, even I'm like, I don't know if I could do this to Doug or myself. But. Can I? Wait, wait. <laughs> Actually, now I'm kind of intrigued. Hold on, wait. The other I was, is. I was about to like dismiss that one, but. But wait, let me. Wait, no, wait. no, go ahead. The second one is one I grew up watching. And even again, watching the, the, uh, watching the trailer for it, I was like, oh, this could really have like. I might need some therapy to think, oh, wow, I grew up with this movie. That's why I've okay. got some fucked up thoughts about mm. the world. And the last one is just something that I think, again, we were just, we're on a bit of a roll. I know you didn't like right. Real Genius so much, but it's still a good movie. Like, we're on can, a roll where can, we'll just keep up with the good movies. Can I, can I, can I ask a couple of questions? You sure. Clarifying questions. I feel like, I'm, I feel like I'm on, what was the dumb game show with Regis Philbin? <laughs> anyway, um. The second one. All my questions are about the second one right okay. now. Okay. Okay. Um, is this movie? Oh boy, this is gonna sound like a bad question. Is this movie Italian in nature? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. No. Okay. All right. Okay. Does this movie have Barbara Streisand in it? <laughs> Another good question. And no. <laughs> okay. I'm I'm very very intrigued by the first one. Okay. That doesn't mean I'm that doesn't mean I'm picking it. But when you tease out that it might be something both of us regret, <laughs> I, I'm very interested in that. Okay. But I don't. You know what? I want you to choose. You choose. Oh shit. You choose. That was fun talking about it, but okay. I think I want it to be your choice. All right, I'm going to tell you my choice. But then I'm also tell you oh, the other two. I want to hear the okay. other ones, and if I have to overrule this, I will. And I want I want you to know you can, okay? Because of oh, my okay. indecisiveness okay. about it, and because I've already yeah. played it up this way. If I and because if you don't choose the one that I say, um, then I will choose it next year, <laughs> okay? And I not even it. give you a choice. Yeah, I think that's fantastic. Right, so I'm going to go with the easy way out. The the latter one, the number three, the one that we'll just enjoy. I think because I uh -huh. found it enjoyable. The movie Moonstruck. Okay. I haven't seen it in a while. Nick Cage, Cher, so much fun. Should be an easy, breezy, fun watch. Wow. Wait, that wasn't in category two. No huh. category. Okay. So All right. I kind of expected, I expected Moonstruck to be a movie that you watched a lot growing up, but maybe I'm, I'm wrong. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. Oh, wait, we're saving two for the end? Okay, all right, good, okay. Yeah, that's, yeah. <laughs> and let me tell you, I watched the preview. And I was I'm like... Sorry, I just spit my water back. Or it would have gone everywhere. <laughs> Do you know why this is so funny? <laughs> uh -uh. I was doing research, honestly, for this movie. And for some reason, <laughs> the Pippi Longstocking trailer <laughs> came oh, up as did an you option. Watch it? I did watched you watch it? it. And I was like, this is insane. It is. I was like, and I wrote on my notes. I just wrote Pippi Longstocking. Remember Pippi Longstocking? <laughs> okay. This is so weird. So okay. then maybe this is what we, maybe it's a sign. Because that was my first thought was I usually pick something that I liked as a kid that I remember <laughs> right, watching. Right. And I remember watching this movie. I remember watching it with my sister. I knew okay. the song Pippi Longstocking is coming into okay. your world. Um, and then wow. I watched the, the preview and I was like, oh, this, this could, 
this could be rough to oh, watch it as an adult. Yeah, but that was the like, kid. It pick. could be the worst. It was like another Star Wars holiday special. Yeah. Like that's how I felt watching this. I was like, this could be regrettable. And the quality but also, is poor. I, yeah, I'm sure we will have a ton to say about. Ton to talk about. I agree. Well, that's why Moonstruck would be an easy ride, a fun chat, right? But Pippi Longstocking. I. Uh, yeah. And again, right. I don't mind switching. The other one, the movie I kind of grew up on, yeah, is one of the movies I grew. Uh, Mel Brooks's, and I'm not sure if it was um, one of my Handshake Five, but that we said, who cares about that? Um, Mel Brooks's History of the World Part One. Okay, all right. Mm-hmm. I I have to say, I think I would have been the most disappointed if you picked that one. Okay, it's not that yeah. I don't like it, and again, I haven't seen it in a very long time, mm-hmm. but. I don't know. I've tried to watch. I tried to watch Spaceballs recently. It was yeah. really tough. I turned it off. I was like, this is not good. Oh. I loved it as a kid, but ugh, I did yeah. not enjoy it. Yeah, I was afraid of that, too. I was like, oh, this could bring up yeah. a, like, yeah. So, okay. So between oh, Moonstruck man. and Pippi Longstocking. I mean, I think, first of all, either would be fine. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, let's let's go with Pippi Longstocking. Okay, I kind of totally want to watch that movie. Okay. Okay. Perfect. So then we'll know that next year we'll watch Moonstruck. Yes. Yeah. Make a note. Yeah. Because all my notes just say Pippi Longstocking. Okay. Here we. Go. Well, I think it. I think it says something that you had already done. Wow, I Pippi can't. Research. I can't even believe that. That's why I. Could it's not, like she's calling to us. Like guys, I. Yeah. I, I couldn't be... hold water in my mouth when you <laughs> had that <laughs> reveal because I was like, why. Why Why is the universe sending me Pippi Longstocking signals, all right, first get of ready. all? And now it makes total sense. Yeah. Wow. All right. Okay. So next time, it's Pippi Longstocking, folks. The thank Adventures you. of The Pippi Adventures of Pippi Longstocking. Yeah. Uh, thank yeah. you, everybody, for listening. Thank you for following us where you follow us. I totally keep dropping the ball at the beginning, not talking about Facebook and Twitter and all that oh, stuff. But we're, we're, but we're on there. That. We're there. Mm-hmm. We're everywhere. I put links in the in the show notes, so if you like... If you're listening to us, you can scroll through and then just hit links to stuff. Yeah. Um, But, uh, boy, we've gone pretty long on this one, too. Uh, Until we talk to you in two weeks' time, everybody have a great two weeks. Au revoir. Chicago, Illinois, is like a shiny toy. The prairie state is proud to eat that it's its pride and joy. Steady sweeps it clean off your feet. Oh, it's charm is complete. Oh, they're knocking the flat this way and that on every downtown street. Socks oh, and the cups and all the sporting clubs make living here a pretty nifty floor. Smack on the lake, this is a rare port. Someday they'll say, wise man who knows when to throw in the towel. And it is a moron who gives advice to a horse's ass. There were times I was like, who is believing this is a man? Look at those delicate features on her face. <laughs> and like when she does the big reveal of like, and I have short hair. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> you just look like David Bowie now. Yeah. That's the most 
you could say is she kind of resembles gender fluid David Bowie of the right. 70s. Like right. that's as manly as she gets.